The following presentation is brought to you by the Realm Network. Buzz Burbank, news and comment. Wednesday, July 20th, 2016. From the one-man worldwide newsroom, this is free and independent news. Made possible when you buy shaving products using the code Realm at Harry's.com. Donald Trump is now officially the Republican Party's 2016 presidential candidate. One of his sons announced at the convention last night as enough delegates were counted to give his father the 1,237 votes needed. Playing off Trump's slogan, Make America Great Again, each night of the convention has a similar name. Monday, it was Make America Safe Again, followed by Work Again, First Again, and wrapping up Thursday night with Make America One Again, ostensibly a call for unity. Monday night, safe again night, Hillary Clinton came under fire on the subject of national security and foreign policy. The chairman of the House Committee on Homeland Security, Republican Congressman Mike McCall of Texas, said Trump's better position to make this country safer, better than Hillary Clinton. Channeling Ronald Reagan, McCall told the crowd that America is now a city under siege. Quoting McCall, it happened because of the failed policies of President Barack Obama and the architect of his foreign policy, Hillary Clinton, end quote. That was followed by a fiery speech by former New York mayor and longtime Trump friend Rudy Giuliani, who said it's time to define our enemy as radical Islamic terrorists. Giuliani said that didn't include all or even most Muslims and, quote, you know who you are and we're coming to get you. Giuliani called the Iran nuclear deal one of the worst deals the country's ever made. Another reason, he said, not to trust Hillary Clinton with the nation's security. There were similar speeches that didn't make the primetime network TV coverage. Lieutenant General Michael Flynn, who once advised President Obama and now criticizes him, got bumped along with a woman once considered a possible running mate for Trump. Iowa Senator Joni Erst, a rising star in the Republican Party, told the few remaining delegates that night that terrorists are in all 50 states plotting to kill innocent people. Ernst blamed President Obama for failing, quote, to put together a comprehensive strategy to defeat them. Most of the recent terror attacks here and in Nice were staged by people claiming to be ISIS when they had no actual ties to the group, or ISIS took credit when it had no connection to the attacker. Last night, it was Make America Work Again, and although the theme was supposed to have been jobs in the economy, the evening featured Ben Carson linking Hillary Clinton to Lucifer. Chris Christie inspired the crowd to chant, Lock her up, as he accused the former Secretary of State of bad judgment and doing more to protect her secrets than the country's. Tonight, it's Make America First Again, featuring a parade of conservative speakers, including Ted Cruz, Marco Rubio, Scott Walker, Newt Gingrich, and radio talker Laura Ingram. Trump's vice presidential pick, Indiana Governor Mike Pence, will speak too. Despite the multiple identical phrases and sentences used by both Michelle Obama and, eight years later, Melania Trump, the Trump campaign denies any plagiarism. Trump campaign boss Paul Manafort says that accusation is just really absurd. Why, he asked, would Melania do such a thing with so many people watching? He says despite entire identical sentences, Melania was merely using common words. The Trump campaign gave strong credit to, quote, Melania's team of writers. Mrs. Trump told NBC she wrote most of it, quoting her, with as little help as possible. Trump's wife is a U.S. citizen and an immigrant from Slovenia. Also speaking Monday night was former underwear model Antonio Sabato, who told the crowd, we've had a Muslim president for seven and a half years. He said his faith in Jesus Christ compelled him to say that. 
Trump himself once questioned the authenticity of Mr. Obama's birth certificate, claiming Obama was born in Africa, not a U.S. citizen. Former actor Scott Bio, TV's Chachi, told the crowd that being American doesn't mean getting free stuff. The British rock group Queen, meanwhile, has tweeted that the convention used its song We Are the Champions Monday night without permission and against the band's wishes. The song was used to bring Donald Trump on stage. The group Twisted Sister insisted Trump stop using the song We're Not Gonna Take It back in May, and Trump complied. President Obama has now made even more clear his support for police officers and his sadness over the recent killing of officers. In an open letter to everyone in law enforcement, Mr. Obama saluted them and said the American people know and appreciate the danger they face and the sacrifices they make, including long hours on the job. Any attack on police, he said, is an unjustified attack on us all. Saying he took each attack personally, the president ordered flags at half-staff on Monday in honor of the three officers killed in Baton Rouge. Before that, he delivered a similar message at a memorial for the five officers killed in Dallas. The National Fraternal Order of Police says it values that letter from the president, adding that it's time for politicians to get involved in stopping the violence against police. The president's also spoken at length about police violence against minority citizens, about mass shootings, and about the widespread availability of guns. With time running out, in spite of the setbacks, President Obama's pushing once more to implement his immigration reforms. Mr. Obama had issued an executive order more than two years ago to suspend the risk of deportation for nearly four million people, so long as they committed no crimes and had family here legally. But half our 50 states sued the president over that order, saying he'd overshot his authority. In case after case, all the way to the Supreme Court, the president lost that lawsuit. Now he's asking the Supreme Court to hear the case again, a request the court almost never grants. The last time it did was 61 years ago. So it's a Hail Mary from this president with the election of the next president less than four months away. And the Supreme Court doesn't reconvene until a month before that on the first Monday in October. But the Obama White House says it's been a while since we've gone so long without all nine Supreme Court justices. The president lost in that court thanks to a 4-4 to tie. Obama's Justice Department's asking the court to reconsider once it has nine justices, a number mandated by the Constitution but unfulfilled by an unwilling Republican Congress. Mostly supported by his people, Turkey's prime minister is leaving no stone unturned and making sure there's never another coup like the one that chased him into hiding last week. More than 1,500 people were wounded in that military takeover attempt and 232 were killed. The coup was apparently run from Pennsylvania, the current home of a Muslim cleric who's chosen to live outside Turkey. Now, anyone suspected of following that cleric is losing their job, government and military. 15,000 employees of Turkey's educational system have been suspended, and 1,500 college deans have been fired. 6,000 military have been arrested, including two dozen generals facing immediate trials. 9,000 cops have been fired, and 3,000 judges have been suspended. The U.S., which says Turkey is an important ally in our battle against ISIS, had asked the Turkish president to avoid a purge, but the purge is on. In fact, President Erdogan says he'll reinstate the death penalty if, in his words, the people demand it. North Korea this week launched missiles into the sea near South Korea, proving it could reach South Korea. North Korea warned it would do such a thing last week when the U.S. this month 
decided to place an anti-missile defense system inside South Korea. By one report, North Korea has a thousand more ballistic missiles at the ready. Meanwhile, in the United Kingdom, new conservative Prime Minister Theresa May has said she would not hesitate to launch a nuclear attack if necessary, and she wants Britain's military to be armed and ready for that. She's getting support from Parliament, which voted overwhelmingly to spend $200 billion on replacing the country's nuclear missile program. The UK's new defense minister says flexing nuclear muscle is important to show the world that even outside the European Union, the kingdom is still a powerful nation. It's also the nuclear deterrence argument used in the Cold War of the 1960s as the world's number of nukes began to multiply. An actual attack could kill a million, perhaps several million people. Now in its fourth year with over three million downloads, this is Buzz Burbank News and Comment on the Realm Network. It may seem like there are no good choices in 2016. We either buy cheap, disposable razors that shred our skin, or we get someone to unlock a jewelry case so we can pay 30 bucks for an eight-pack of blades. Well, this year, Americans are joining a revolution, saying no to insane prices, and demanding an affordable shave that's in the top 1% of quality. Just like the big brands, Harry's uses German-engineered five-blade flex cartridges, complete with a lubricating strip to build a wall against nicks and scrapes. Free-thinking men and women like us are endorsing Harry shaving products with the slogan, Good Shave, Good Price. Your Harry starter kit includes the Truman Razor and some of those great blades, Harry's great-smelling moisturizing shave cream, all for just 15 bucks. That's half what you'd pay for just the blades from the other guys because Harry's has its own blade factory and ships them straight to you with no middleman to drive up the price. But if you go to harrys.com and use my code R-E-L-M, they'll knock an extra five bucks off your first order. That's the razor, the blades, the shave cream, and more for just 10 bucks. Stop buying junk razors or paying too much for quality. Use the code R-E-L-M when you check out at harrys.com. That's H-A-R-R-Y-S.com. Just an update, the price of gas hasn't been this low in about 12 years now, down 75 cents from this time last year. The new national average is 2.20 a gallon. It's expected to stay at or under 2.25 through September. The demand is high, but the supply is even higher. The price is now so low it's been weeks since many gas stations made a profit. Interesting story considering the jobs that have left this country for another. Tissue is the issue in Venezuela, where Kimberly Clark executives recently shut down their factory there and caught a plane out of Caracas. Now, the president of that country wants those Kimberly Clark executives arrested for violating workers' rights, and he's passed that on to Interpol by red flagging the executives. It doesn't carry the weight of an international warrant, but a country could arrest the tissue executives if it so decided. Those wanted executives have not been identified, doubtful they're wiping away tears despite the abundance of facial tissue. Kimberly Clark says it's pulled out of Venezuela because of a lack of raw materials, out-of-control inflation there, and that country's gradual economic collapse. President Obama is also focused in his last five months in office on energy sources that don't involve climate-changing fossil fuels. Obama says the use of solar has increased 30-fold since he took office, and the jobs in that sector are increasing at a rate 12 times faster than any other sector. And the prices for the equipment and the electricity are coming down. A million homes are already solar, but the president wants 10 times that many and more. Housing authorities in more than a third of our states have already agreed to help finance that growth. 
Prostate cancer has gotten more aggressive in the past few years. There aren't as many low-risk cases now and many more high-risk cases. The tumors have gotten worse. More often now does prostate cancer metastasize, spread to other parts of the body than it did a decade ago. Doctors do treat and cure aggressive prostate cancer when it stays in the prostate, but they're seeing worse results when treating metastatic prostate cancer. The number of American men with metastatic prostate cancer is up by more than 72% over the past 10 years. Maybe it's better screening, say the researchers at Northwestern, or maybe, they say, it's something else. The man who brought us Robin Williams, the Fawns, Laverne and Shirley, and the movie Pretty Woman has died. Writer and sometimes actor Gary Marshall has died at the age of 81 from pneumonia after a stroke. At one time, Marshall produced three of the top five shows on television. Pro wrestling may be fake, but the stunts and the injuries are not. Now more than 50 retired performers are suing World Wrestling Entertainment over the brain injuries they sustained while on the job. They say CEO Vince McMahon classified them as independent contractors, not employees, to relieve him and the company of any liability for those long-term neurological injuries. The lawsuit accused the WWE of failing to properly treat those injuries, choosing corporate gain over the health and safety of the wrestlers. The WWE calls the lawsuit ridiculous and says the lawsuit, like similar suits before it, won't succeed. It wasn't a gun that took down a would-be kidnapper in the San Diego suburb of El Cajon, California. It was an eight-year-old girl who'd taken kung fu lessons. The man broke into a home while the mother was sleeping. The little girl, who says the man smelled like garbage, grabbed her and tried to drag her down the stairs. She answered that with a kung fu move called the cheetah paw, delivered to the would-be kidnapper's neck. The man was never caught, as canines were never able to track his unpleasant scent. And finally, from the home office in Florida, at the age of 21, Victoria Valador of Miami walked out her front door and was immediately attacked by a lemur. A lemur is a primate from Madagascar, and although it's related to apes and monkeys, it's neither with a fox-like head. Anyway, they're legal to own as pets in Florida, of course. And some Floridians' lemur jumped on this poor woman and bit her. The woman's grandmother tried to distract the lemur with a banana, but that didn't work. It chased the young woman when she called 911, and it chased the people who answered that call. For Florida Fish and Wildlife workers, it was just another Tuesday. I'm Buzz Burbank. Thank you for listening, and thanks for supporting the shows and sponsors at buzzburbank.com. I'll be back tomorrow with another Buzz Burbank news and comments. Buzz, 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 buzz. The preceding presentation was brought to you by The Realm Network.